Good morning. Welcome back to the Broadcast Retirement Network. I'm Jeff Snyder. This is BRNAM for Wednesday, July 13th, 2022. And our top story today, can we still make friends as an adult? Well, joining me now to discuss this and a lot more is Dr. June Hall. She's a columnist, author, and host of the Cooking Up Advice podcast show. June, Dr. Hall, so great to see you. Thanks so much for joining us on the program this morning. Thank you so much for having me. We're kindred spirits since my brother's name is Jeffrey too. There you go. There you go. What a, what a brilliant, uh, you know, your parents are absolutely brilliant. I have to say for two, two great children, including one named Jeff. All right, Dr. Hall, I have to ask this question and, and really your column in the Tribune news service really piqued our interest. And my wife and I talk about this. We're both, uh, in our forties. I, I, well, not she's in her forties. I'm 50 now. Um, and the question is, making French friends as an adult. And I guess my first question to you is, is it possible as adults, older adults, that we can make friends? I think that it is possible. It's not probably as easy because, you know, when we're children, we go and meet people, we don't care. And I hate to say it, I think we're a little bit more judgmental as we get older, but it is still possible. And, and how important, I mean, you, you provide a lot of advice I know that you go on the speaking circuit, you're on uh, regular uh, TV on a, on a regular basis. How important, you know, we just came through the COVID uh, pandemic, endemic, whatever, however you want to describe it. Uh, how important is the social aspect as we age? I would think it's pretty important. It is very important. I don't know if you are familiar, but I also teach psychology part-time. I used to be a full-time um, psychology associate professor. And one of the class, in one of the classes, when we talk about development, as we mature, our relationships are more important for us because, you know, if we have children, our children are grown doing their own thing, but we still need to have individuals that we can talk to and share time with. And that helps our emotional well-being, our mental health, and so shockingly, our physical health as well. Because when we are emotionally well, then we tr tend to treat our bodies better also. So it is very important as we mature that we have friendships. We don't have to have, you know, 5,800, I'm exaggerating, you know what I mean. But if we just have a small circle of friends that we trust, it's very good for us. And, and I, I would imagine, and I want to get your, your as you're talking <laughs> about this, you mentioned 5,800 friends, social media, that's not really... No friendship. You're talking about interrelational friends. You can have similar passions, hobbies, um, you know, interests. You like the same book. You like the same authors. You like to read books by Dr. June, right? Th those are the types of relationships we're talking about here. Exactly. We're talking about intimate relationships where you actually have communication in person. You have communication over the phone. It's not just something where you're typing in where everybody else is reading, but somebody that you can talk to and share how you feel. Or if you're scared, like you talked about, you know, we're getting over this pandemic. Are you afraid? You know, who can you share that information with? People you can go out with that share similar interests. If you like golfing, if you want to start a book club, somebody that you can actually have a true intimate connection with. And that's, I think that's kind of, I think it's hard for people to open up. I know sometimes 
I struggle with opening up to people. What, why is it, and I'm sure that you, you know, you obviously have taught and, and still do teach, and you've look, probably looked into this in greater detail, but why is it as we age, we just get locked into our, our mores, our, our, our way of doing things, and we're not as open? Isn't life a learned experience? Well, because we have learned that sometimes we cannot be as open. That's one thing. We have developed our own morals and somebody may not agree with our morals. So we have to find people that are compatible to us. And I think as we mature, we're afraid. What is the word that I'm looking for? There's a word that I'm looking for. (laughs) Self-disclosure. We're afraid to have that self-disclosure because we don't know if that person is going to agree with us. And so I think that that is also a fear. But I want to share something with you. Other people have that same fear. A lot of things that we're concerned about, the other person is also concerned about. So if we just say it and we share, wow, you'll find out, oh, my gosh, you know what? I'm not alone in this. And I think that that is important that we're able to open up. Also, to open up if that person doesn't agree with you, then you know what? You're not wasting your time. I hate to term it like that, but you're not, you know, spending time with someone trying to develop a relationship where you really don't have anything in common with them. So it is important to kind of get over that fear, self-disclose, share what it is that you feel is important and find out if that person feels the same way. Last question for the segment, Dr. June, and, and that is, do we always have to agree on everything? Like, let's just say, for example, I like playing music in, uh, in, in bands. I play guitar and I sing. So I don't have to agree on everything that I believe in other than, hey, this is, this is the type of music I like to play. You're a drummer. You're, a, you're another guitarist. You're a bass player. Maybe we can make it work. So you don't have to agree on everything. I just have one sentence to say to you. We are not clones. <laughs> So it's like, do not expect everybody to agree with you 100%. I didn't know that you were a musician. You know, I'm having a conference. You might have to be our entertainment. Well, I'm always available to travel. We just have to clear everything with my wife and two cats. Oh, okay. I, oh my gosh. But I want to repeat that. A lot of times that is something, you know, we're not clones. Just because we don't agree, uh, to be honest with you, my best friend is opposite. Everybody cannot understand why we're best friends because we're pretty much opposite. But there are things that we have in common. And I think it makes it more interesting because we do have a mutual respect for each other. And so that is more important than actually having everything in common. Yeah. And, and I like that you bring up mutual respect. Dr. June, I need to take a very quick break. When we come back, we'll talk about some tips for building those interpersonal relationships as an adult. What's an adult? I don't know, but you're going to want to stay tuned right here on BRN AM. Imagine a new television network that will make you richer, healthier and in control of your financial future. This network is for the policewoman in Nashville, Tennessee, the baker in Dubuque, Iowa, the teacher in Lexington, Kentucky. We want to make the idea of savings and retirement culturally relevant. But what do you see as a defining issue of the midterms? Especially for the smaller businesses. I mean, they are the lifeblood of the American economy. 
featuring exclusive interviews, current affairs, and docu-series. 33 yeah. years old, you retired early. The philosophy is money only matters if it helps you live a life that you love. But you gotta start thinking about retirement as soon as you get in. The Broadcast Retirement Network will drive very high engagement with premium partnerships. So this isn't retirement and savings for your parents or grandparents. This is for all Americans. And we're gonna change the way you think about money. Welcome to the next frontier of retirement and savings. This is BRN, the Broadcast Retirement Network. Are you stuck with a low credit score? A credit report and score that's causing you to be denied credit or pay higher interest rates than others for the same things? Then do what Terrence did and called Credit Repaired for your free credit evaluation to help restore your credit. I started thinking about buying a new house and my score wasn't where I needed it to be. I called and spoke with one of the representatives and we just had a good conversation and I, I liked what he was saying. Just one call for his free credit evaluation was all it took to start back on the track to repairing his credit. I'm seeing the deletions and I'm getting the report so I know something's being done. It does make a difference to me. All it takes is one call to get started. Credit repair has given me a second chance to have a better credit score. Don't let a low credit score hold you back another day. Do what Terrence did and make the call for your free credit evaluation. Call 800-819-4152. That's 800-819-4152. Again, 800-819-4152. Welcome back. We're talking this morning to Dr. June Hall. She's author columnist and host of the Cooking Up Advice podcast show. Dr. June, thanks so much for staying with us this morning. Thank you. It's fabulous. Yeah, absolutely. And I want to just point out to you and the audience that I am available for entertainment. You just send me an email. Uh, and I, you know, if you like the Grateful Dead, you like jazz, rock, country folk, I'm your, I'm your guy. We can bring a whole band. But anyway, Dr. June, let's talk about some, that's a shameless plug. Let's talk about some tips. In, in the column that you wrote for Tribune News Service, um, that I think was b b broadcast out everywhere. You had some really great tips for how to build those relationships as an adult. How, how do we go about um, fostering relationships? First, I have to say that's not a shameless plug. I'm happy to hear that because I may need you for an event that I have. And um, secondly, yes, it goes out to over 400 newspapers. So you're right, it, it does go out a lot of places. But some of the tips that I told were to look at some of the online networking. Um, there's meetings that they have, there's meetup.com. But also now that things are opening up a little bit, and I mean, not to say you should not still be careful, you can still wear your mask, but you can go to different like uh, in-person networking groups. You can go to churches, you can go to sports events, you can go to different places where you actually meet people. So you can start online with Zoom and see if these are people that you want to connect with outside of. And I mean, I've actually met people that way. I've done online Zooming, and then it's like, oh, we have a connection and where we liked each other and we have met outside of the Zoom network. So those are some tips that you can do just to get started. What about expectations? You know, all of us have not only our own values or our own morals, but we have certain expectations about relationships and they're based on previous relationships. I mean, is it a, is it a function of, uh, is success based on uh, lowering or, or muting some of those expectations and just going in and saying, hey, I just want to meet some people and, and let's see what evolves from that and being comfortable in your own skin. 
throw the expectations out the window. I tell that to people all the time. I say, that's what your problem is. You have expectations. <laughs> Let them go. But seriously, you really just have to go and be open to meeting different people and understanding, as I already said, that you're not a clone. Find out what that person is all about. Let them know what you're all about. Be honest. Be who you truly are. Don't try to pretend that you're someone else. I think that's very important. And if you are, I mean, I have had people on these networking groups and in person. They say, you know what? I'm just trying to meet people. I'm just trying to have friends. Maybe they were empty nesters. Maybe they're new mothers and they're trying to find other new mothers that they want to be friends with. And I think if you're honest with them and honest about who you are, that will open the door to finding the right people to connect with. And and one area of commonality, and you mentioned the, the pandemic and coming out of this and what that means, wearing a mask, but travel buddies. I know that I think mm-hmm. back to my grandparents, uh, my paternal grandparents, they traveled with friends. They used to call it our gang. And that's a great way to find a common passion. Now, you have to, as you said, you have to adhere to, you know, if you go to Europe or even if you go in certain states here in the the U.S., you got to adhere to those rules. But that, that, you know, hey, I want to go see, uh, uh, you know, Disneyland or Disney World, Mm -hmm. right? I mean, that is a great experience for people to kind of bond over. Do you know that people have met um, through, I don't know if you... um, heard of club med where they used to have club med it was i do remember club med. yeah yes and that was how some people became friends because they went on this same adventure together they connected with people some of them found out oh you don't stay too far from me maybe just a couple of hours away and let's plan another adventure together so doing things that you like is another way to meet people and connect and i always say that even to people who want to find a romantic partner go to the places that you like to go that person is going to be there and so making sure that you connect with people that you do have things in common with but don't expect that everything is going to be the same between the two of you last question i have a phone next to me i'm assuming put the phone down uh, phones are important to get emails, texts, especially if you're uh, dealing with loved ones and issues with older parents. But maybe th- that eye contact, right? I mean, you and I are mm-hmm. having a conversation. We're looking eye to eye. We're not in the same room. But that's really the way to connect, not through, you know, put these things down when you're doing that. And that's how I feel also about social media. I know that we're not going to be friends if the only way that you can connect with me is through messaging me through a Mm -hmm. Facebook or through sending me a text. If you cannot pick up the phone and we cannot share actual words together (laughs) or if we cannot see each other and enjoy each other's company in person, as you said, looking eye to eye, then that's a problem. Now, Maybe you're a person that's all you want to do. And that's the kind of friendship that you want to have. I don't know. But if you, for me, true intimate friendship has to have an actual personal connection, not just an online connection. Yeah, I, I love, you know, the, the conference circuit, as you know, was <laughs> delayed because of the pandemic. But there's nothing like giving a colleague from a, you know, in, in your ecosystem, a high five or a handshake. I mean, th- those are physical yes. things that really bond us together. I, and I'm looking forward to having those experiences again. Dr. June, so great to talk to you. Thanks Can so I give you sharing. my shameless plug? Yes, yes. Give us a shameless plug. My shameless plug is that on August 6th in Clearwater, Florida, we're, we're back after two years for our positivity conference. So look me up, go to my website, drjunehall.com and sign up for the conference if you want to come and have some personal connection. 
and I'm looking forward to the positivity. I love it. I can feel it oozing through the camera. Dr. June, so great to talk to you. Thanks so much for joining us, and we look forward to having you back on the program again very soon. Thank you. And that wraps up this episode of BRN AM. Have a topic of interest, someone you think we should talk to, drop us a line. And don't forget, for all the latest curated news and lifestyle, wellness, finance, tech, so much more all in one place, check out today's edition of our daily newsletter, The Morning Pulse. Want to search our archives, check out our latest content? Well, visit our website and our streaming partners. We're back again tomorrow for another edition of BRN AM. Until then, I'm Jeff Snyder. Stay safe, keep on saving, and don't forget, roll with the changes. Now is your opportunity to co-create content around any topic on the first lifestyle and wellness network. Reach a global audience through our platform and co-own exclusive branded content. All of our programs are available on demand and also as audio-only podcasts so you can take us on the go. Broadcast Retirement Network, available anytime, anywhere, and on any device. Are you being audited? And do you owe the IRS $10,000 or more in back taxes? Is the IRS threatening to take more of your money? Don't fight the IRS alone. The Tax Doctor is here to help you negotiate your tax bill and reduce your stress. The IRS can freeze your assets and seize your bank accounts, but you can stop these IRS actions. The Tax Doctor will work with you using our years of experience to represent your case to help you get the best resolution under the IRS guidelines. Help is here to deal with the IRS to reduce your stress. We've handled thousands of cases, so we know what we're doing. If you owe $10,000 or more in back taxes, do not call the IRS alone. Call a Tax Doctor now for a tax emergency analysis. Call 800-224-6439.